And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association podcast, episode number 58 today. As always, this podcast is brought to you by Old Bridge Pizza. Shout out to Larry Mark. Shout out to our guys at Old Bridge Pizza. All right. Week two preview. Bear Down flag football false season. Um, we have a, a lot of games to get into this week. There's six games on the slate. Some teams are playing doubleheaders after missing some games last week. Everything is now cleared up. We are ready to go. We'll be back at the Cougars field yet again. Shout out to Brandon Giles and shout out to Brandon Giles' father for letting us use the field. Um, I'm here joined by Kurtzman as always and my father, Tommy Savaro. What's going on, guys? <laughs> Nothing much. Um, I think like the work day is going really slow right now because I just want to get out there and play my first game already, so... I'm excited for this one. Dad, you got anything to say before we start talking about what we got written down here? No, let's get into it. All right, I'm going to need you to move up a little bit, and then we are right. ready to go. Yeah, no. So first thing I just wanted to say, I'm just going to get out in front of it. Listen, there's going to be more people this weekend. There's going to be more fans, I imagine, more everyone. Let's just make sure we're following the the few rules that I laid out for us for the year. Um, if you want to go sit on the opposite side bleachers, just Tell us you're going to go across the field. I don't want a million people over there, but it, if it spaces people out more, family members want to go over on that side because less people are over there, it's fine. Just find me. We um, can't be in in the in the frame again, though. Yeah, for the film, the film, we us, yeah, for we the got, film and for the keeping yeah. spreading out everybody. But especially there were a lot of blockage blocking in the film, so I want to make sure that gets cleared up. I want the film to be the best part. Also, pictures will be back. I know we had a, a little mishap a week blemish. one with a blemish. Um, I don't think we've ever missed a week of pictures up no. until this point. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to Kyle, man. Shout, Shout out to Kyle. Kyle. I wish he was doing doing it again, but we'll get through. Uh, we have someone who is definitely coming, 100%. I've confirmed with them again. It's going to be a beautiful day out, so get ready. Have your drip on, you know, all the, <laughs> all the all right. wear all your headbands and your arm sleeves and shit. But, uh, no, seriously, week one was good, but I want week two to run even smoother. All right, let's let's uh, let's get into the, the preview then. Let's get into the week two preview um what are the first games of the day 10 o'clock games pick one of the 10 o'clock games for me kurtzman you want to start with mine all right let's start with yours we'll start with your game we'll give you some clout right away all right we got lions versus the seahawks in the uh in one of the 10 o'clock slates i'll let you start kurtzman how do you how are you feeling about your team coming into this week do you feel like you guys are prepared have you watched film on the seahawks like what's going on with you i think the best part about having film like full film every single play now is that as soon as that film gets uploaded i send it to my team and say hey watch this stop it where you need to stop it see what people are doing see what's going on in the play i'm gonna hit us and i sent that on monday and i said by thursday we'll have a game plan ready i was talking with true i was talking with julius today mike we were at the field yesterday getting some work um but yeah, I'm feeling confident about our team. I think we have some mismatches that we can take advantage of. I think we have the better roster and I listen, I'm not I'm not trying to sound like the most confident kid ever, but I think we're going to win the game. I think we're going to take care of business and there's one at a time. That after oh, you didn't see the Seahawks game last week, but um after, you know, how how do you feel about Kurtzman? Then you can talk speak more so on Kurtzman and his team here. How do you feel uh, about them coming into their first game of the season here? Well, I was fortunate enough to grab a uh, scrimmage he had against Ogie right before the season. I was so impressed with their line play. Uh, and Kurtzman threw the ball really well uh, beside that. But, again, you know, he has time to throw the ball. So, could make anyone look good. Yeah, okay. no, for sure. <laughs> and, listen, I think I draft my teams the way to make myself as be- the best I can. I always have one of the top-tier lines in the league. I make sure to emphasize that in the draft. And, and he's and he's important. got he's got receivers to throw to. He's got uh, Julius. He has Mike. He has Mike. Mike. Mike, who, you know, is probably, to me, I think could be rookie of the year this year. 
Uh, he's stacked. His team is stacked. And you know what? And true. I got to give a shout out to true. No one argues with me during the season as I'm refing games more than true. Yes. He doesn't shut up the whole game. No. But, but I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I think True is the best flag puller in this league. Yes. Without a doubt. He could play almost anywhere on the field. Yeah. He, I, he's, he's that kind of athlete. He's that good. I think one of the to, – to speak on the um, on the Seahawks here, I think last week the the line play with uh, Cody Norton we saw had, had a really good game for – this was the Dolphins oh, against okay, the Seahawks. Yes, okay. So they had – Cody Norton had a really good game against them as we talked about. I thought Morgan Matthews played well as well. I think, you know – Against your line here, you have a lot of bigger kids. Johnny's gonna, we know Johnny's gonna come to play as always. I think, you know, getting uh, penetration on you and getting pressure on you is gonna be a huge key for them in this game. I think Chase is gonna play much better in this game. Um, I think they have, even though you guys got your scrimmages in, they played a game and you guys haven't, so at least that's an advantage that they have going for them that they've seen live game action so far. I know the scrimmages are, you know, they're not game intensity. You can't okay, it, that's you can't fair, emulate the game intensity. I'm, I'm giving them, I'm throwing them a ball. I'm giving them some, uh, I'm giving them some. I expect them to here. be better. I think Chase is going to come out a lot better. We saw Paul had that big catch last week. I think Pip's going to be way more involved. Um, I, I like how you guys match up against them, though. Obviously, you could throw Mike on Pip. You could even throw Julius. You could throw Julius on Paul. Like, there's a lot of a lot of different matchups that you guys have. But in the same breath, they could throw Pip on Danino. They could throw Paul on Julius. There's a lot of. It's, I think it goes both ways. And I think you know, roster wise, you guys probably have the advantage on the line, which you're gonna have in most games. But on the outsides, I don't think it's that much of a discrepancy one way or the other. So. Um, I'm really looking forward to this one. I'm, I think Chase has a, a good, you know, bounce back here. I think he's playing you, Kurtzman, someone he's familiar with. Might have, you know, a little bit of confidence coming in. Say, all right, I, I can't play worse than I did week one. I'm going to come out, play better. They limit their mistakes. Don't turn the ball over in the red zone. I think it could be a really competitive game, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, no, listen, um, I told my team that the score last week didn't indicate how close that game was. I felt like... It looked like Chase just threw a few picks into the end zone. The Dolphins played really well. Let's not take any credit away from Sobes and them and his squad. But Chase's team, they were driving down the field a couple of times, called penalties, went, uh, went against them. And I just feel like in a there could have been a different world where that game was a lot closer than it was when it was 34-8 to eight in the middle of the second half. So yeah. I told my team we do not look ahead. We focus we on no. Listen, focus we have, we have IB. We have IB next week. Like that's something you could easily look ahead to. I'm working. We're looking at Chase. We know Chase's team is going to come in with a game plan for sure, and it's probably going to look different than it did on film last week. So we're ready for it, and we're going to get a dub. I also want to mention that they have just Santiago and Steve Schaefer on the line as well. Two bigger guys who could, you know. Honestly, that's probably a pretty good matchup on the line because I don't think they're just going to get ran over by your line at all. So I think it's going to be a pretty good one. But uh, let's get into our picks for this one before we move on to the next game. Oh, let's yeah. uh, just review last week's picks. Tommy went 3-1. and one. I went 2-2. Two and two. TJ won in 3. So yep. six six games this week. So a lot of ground to possibly be made up. Uh, we all wrote our picks down again before we started. So... TJ, I guess you can go first. It if, really yeah, if you if you um if you play back the tape, I said I'm going undefeated after week one, so I was giving myself a week one failure option mm-hmm. cushion. So I, I'm back for I'm back for week two. All right, um first, so for this game, I have you, Kurtzman. I'm taking the Lions over the Seahawks. Dad, I'm doing the same. I'm going with the Lions over the Seahawks, and I am naturally I'm, taking myself to win the game. Okay, so let's move on to the other 10 o'clock game of the day, which is the Bucks versus the Packers. Very excited for this one. I was talking to Miles today. 
He told me that he got their practice in. They practiced oh, okay, today. Good. Nice. I don't know. Maybe I'm divulging a little bit of uh, information. The fact that um no, that they practiced today. That no, 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 no. I didn't talk game. He did talk a little game plan on me, but I'm not gonna say no, that on here, obviously. Not. But um, Miles is confident. He told me he thinks they look good. He thinks they look ready to play. He thinks that um. You know, we're talking about all these other teams in the league, and he thinks that they should be a team that we're talking about here. So I'm really excited to see them play. Also, the Bucks, Joe DeMeo, the return of Mark DeMeo. Um, we haven't seen them play yet. They've played scrimmages, but they were also a team who um, didn't unfortunately play. didn't play in week one, but now they have uh, two games this week. So we're going to see a lot of the Bucks. I think this is a really excited one, Kurtzman. How do you think these two teams match up against each other? Um, I think on the line, it's actually a really good matchup for the Packers. You have Latempa, who's making a return to the league after being a sub for the last couple seasons. Um, you have Wiz, who's always been a very good line, a, a good lineman in this league. If he commits to blocking, he is a very good blocker. I think and he'll commit to blocking. I think, with Mike I, even think more. He will, I think he will too. I think he likes his team and likes the role. Um, they also have Vinarina, Vingargan, a lot of big bodies. Miles outside, no Brand Giles this week, but he'll be good for them going forward in the season. Someone who needs to step up, step up at number two receiver for them, second weapon, I guess you could call it. Um, will it be Vingargano? Will it be a Rich Ritter or a Matt Schaefer or someone else? But someone has to step up because outside of Miles, you need to be able to uh, get other guys the ball because if he going the same way, defense is going to figure it out. But I do like this game. I think that these teams match up well. I think it's going to be a close one, honestly. Okay. Dad, how do you feel about this one? I'm going with the Bucks in this one. Okay, didn't didn't talk about our pick, didn't give our picks yet. But why? Are oh, you I'm going, sorry. Why are you going with the Bucks? <laughs> why are you going with the Bucks? Um, I really like the way uh, Joe Joe stepped in last year and quarterbacked the game. Wasn't even his team. Uh, I don't know how much preparation he had with him, and he was phenomenal. So the guy, he he really has a feel for the game. Uh, not not that uh, that Mikey doesn't, but I'm really impressed with the, what I saw out of Joe when he was quarterbacking. And I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with him this so week. So you're going against Mikey, your favorite player in the league. <laughs> I love Mikey. You know Mikey's gonna give you shit if and, he sees you at the field. And if I'm not mistaken, um, he's got a lever on his team, right? On, yes. on the Bucks. Ma- Mike, no, yeah, yeah, uh, Mike Mike yeah, yes. And who else does he have on the outside? Uh, Billy Andrews. He's got Billy Andrews. Got he's got Michael already. Oliva. So your secondary is already strong with uh, Oliva and and Billy back there. But uh, and his receiving core would be. Billy, Oliva, Billy, Oliva. and who else? Mark makes plays off the line oh, for them as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mark, Mark's right up there with uh, with Mikey as a. Uh, well, you, you know, saw a drunk Mark. Guy. I don't know. I don't, you saw <laughs> no, a no, drunk. no. He's not shy about how good he is. So <laughs> he'll tell I, you. I'm gonna go with. Um, I guess I'll get into my pick here, Kurtzman, before you. But um, sure. I think these teams match up well against each other. But I'm gonna take the Bucks here because the Packers only had their first practice today and they haven't scrimmaged yet. Um, I thought I was gonna take the Packers, but I'm excited. No, I'm taking the Bucks. I'm taking the Bucks. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, no, I, I saw it. No, never mind. No, I'm, no, I'm taking the Bucks. So, um, I think Joe DeMeo and Mikey DeMeo are obviously t- Mikey DeMeo, Mikey Gargano are two very experienced quarterbacks in the league. So I'm not, I'm not really worried about the experience of the quarterback play. I think Mark is going to be, you know, a big beast in this game. I expect Miles to have a really good game as well in his debut. So we're getting two, you know, Kane football player debuts in, in their well this isn't really Mark's debut, it's more of his return. This is Miles's debut though, definitely. But I'm gonna go with um the team that's played more together. They've already got some scrimmages in and they've definitely practiced, whereas the uh Packers practiced the first time today. So I'm gonna give the Bucks the slight edge in the ten o'clock slate. Uh, we all picked the same team. Okay. Yeah, I picked the Bucks also. This isn't to say the Packers can't win though, because as I was sitting I, here yeah, as close. I'm sitting here thinking about it they're going to have 
Joe Runnin, I think. Um, not that the line for the Bucks isn't good, but outside of Mark, Damien's going to have to be a good blocker, commit to blocking, yep. and they're going to have to find someone else to block. Will it be Eddie Welsh? Will it be John Romano? Will it be Darnell? I'm not sure who else steps da- in. Damien's and, a savage on the line. No, on the defensive line, he's a savage. On the offensive line, he's, he's good, uh, but he's not as good I'll, as he is on defensive I think line. he gives the same effort both ways. No, he gives the same effort. Effort and effort how good you are not the same thing. Anyway, um... <laughs> No, I, I don't think that Damien is going to be bad. I'm just saying that outside of Mark, they're a little weaker than other teams at the line in terms of uh, strength and big. Not no, it's a good point. Is Mikey going to be on the line? Vin Gargano going to be on the line? Yeah. Like, who's is on the my, line for I them? don't know how they're going to play. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of this. We don't really know how yeah. your team's really going to play. I, I think it's funny that we all took the same team because I didn't expect us to. Um, we haven't seen either of these teams play yet. Yeah, yeah. I no. haven't seen the scrimmages either. I just know yeah, they have I saw the Bucks scrimmage. That's why I'm taking the Bucks because they look good in the second scrimmage that I saw them play in. So I'm rolling with the Bucks. I think this can be a very good game. Um, Mikey's going to play well. Mikey is super excited to play in the league. He has been he was so devastated when he couldn't play last week. Um so I'm expecting a big game out of him. I'm expecting a lot of shit talking per the usual from both Gargano brothers and uh if the Packers win I am in no way surprised, but I am taking the Bucks officially. Okay. Um let's move on to the next game here. Uh eleven fifteen slate. This is the Dolphins versus Patriots, correct, Kurtzman? That is an eleven fifteen game? Yes. Alright, so let's talk about it. Let's go with the Dolphins versus the Patriots, two teams that we saw play last week. Obviously, Sobes looked great in a win, and their team looked great in a win, the Dolphins. And the Patriots had a you know a little bit of a heartbreaking loss. That an opportunity to win the game at the end came up a little bit short. Um, Dad, I'll let you start off with this one. What do you think the Patriots need to do a little bit better in order to, to get a win in this one? I, I think they have to hold on to the ball. That's the first thing. Uh, uh, limit, limit the turnovers. Limit the turnovers. Uh, have confidence in Tommy. I think he moves the ball well. Uh you know, it's just a matter of him getting his timing down with his receivers. He's got week two coming up here. So, like I said, this team's only going to get stronger. I just think that uh, they're going to have their hands full with an experienced quarterback like Sobes. Kurtzman, how do you think they match up? I think the rosters match up well. I, I like, Listen, the Dolphins went out and got a easy dub, honestly. they It felt like they weren't breaking a sweat out there, for being honest, in week one. And... Although that did happen, I still don't like love their roster. I think that they're going to match up. They're not going to. They might not always have the roster mismatch necessarily, but they're going to have to. Zach's going to have to be lights out a lot of games. Um, I like Sean McDonald stepped up big time. He's better, much better athlete than I expected. Seeing coming back in season two. Um, you saw Cody making plays off the line. I'm expecting the Patriots to at least notice that off the line in film and make adjustments to make sure that Cody isn't beating them the way he was. Obviously, Sobes is one of the best quarterbacks in the league, um, and he's going to make plays happen with his feet, with his arms in the back, his arm in the backfield. Um, but I don't count the Patriots out of this game necessarily. I think if they can put it together, maybe hit on some of those deep balls, they might have a chance. They got a big receiving core, Abby, Jake, and Paul. They can make some plays um, outside of Dylan and Zach. Eh, no, they have a pretty tall defensive backfield as well, but I, wanna, I think it's going to be a good matchup. I want to say this. Um, after going back and watching the Patriots film, I think um, two things that are, are very, very noticeable, and um, they it kind of popped out on, on the film watching it. Tommy moves really well. He's fast. He's an athletic kid. When he, he did a good job of when he got out of the pocket telling his lineman, block for me, I'm running. Like, get out. He did a good job of communicating mm-hmm. and picking up big yards that way, getting an extra block, making it clear. But in the same breath, I think he just because he's a rookie, he was a rookie in the league first game, 
I didn't see really any dump offs to the linemen like that. Like, you need a little bit more of that. Yes, you could run, but sometimes it's better to get it off to your lineman or you're running to the right side of the field and your lineman leaks out to the left and you have the cross cross field throw for, you know, big game that we always mm-hmm. see in this league. So I think the I'm gonna I'll come out with my pick. I'm gonna take the Dolphins in this one. I think the Dolphins win this one pretty handily, to be honest with you. I just think Sobe's experience is way more than Tommy's. I think Tommy needs to take a few lumps. Um, he did in, in week one. I expect if things could go smoothly this week on that team, um, they could look really good offensively with, obviously, Pauly. Um, I think Giuseppe had a really good week one watching back on the film. He had, what, six for 60, you just said, Kurtzman, to me? Yeah, he had a really good game as well. Um, I, I think they'll be able to move the ball, but on defense, especially a lot of these kids, you know, Suleiman like hasn't played in the league. Tommy hasn't played in the league. Um Giuseppe's first season in the league, really. Jay Kodro's Jay first Kodro's season. first season in the league. A lot of first season guys. I, yeah, a lot of first season guys. And Jasobis' experience, I think that just outweighs it here. Yeah. But it, this is a game, I know we talk about it, it's still early enough in the season to say it. You could lose, not that you ever want to lose the game, but you could lose the game and improve easily. Like, oh, the, the Patriots could come out and lose by two scores this week, but look way better than they did in week one where they only yeah. they lost by one point. So I'm going to take the Dolphins here, but um, I think I think the Patriots will look good offensively. Yeah, one thing about the Patriots, when I, when I also went back and watched the film, because I'm obsessed with watching all the film of the league, <laughs> um, they, they had self-inflicted... self-inflicted uh, Pain wounds, yeah, wounds that pains, pains. pains yeah self inflicted wounds in, during the game they had the fumble the fumbled snap that never made it back to Tommy and Jake Hoban picks it up they had the play where Tommy's about to throw the ball and it slips out of his hand because the ball's wet like things like that could have had them in the winning that yeah. last game so I just think that if they can cut down on the mistakes Tommy can if the line gives him time to block. I mean, time to throw. Um, his receiver's going to have a chance to make plays, and he yeah. gives his guys chances. He was letting the ball fly last yeah, week. So you got to be happy if you're on his team because you know the ball's going to come out. It's going to go deep a lot, and everyone likes to go deep and make plays. But like you said, I think he needs to use his lineman more. Think to yourself, yeah, lineman can catch the ball. It's, a, it's an adjustment period for him, obviously, playing in flag after playing organized for so many years. Um, I expect improvement from the Patriots, but with that all being said, Soaps taking the Dolphins. Dad. I know it's terribly cliche, but uh, veteran experience means the world in this league. I think if you played in this league, you know how it works. It's a huge advantage to a team, or, or especially a quarterback that's never played in the league before. Yeah. Like I said, Tommy's going to take his lumps, but he's going to learn from it. Uh, I, I got to go with Sobes on this one. Yeah. No, I mean, it sucks that we're all picking all the same teams. So, so no we've all, we're all three for three on the same pick so far. All right, let's get into the uh, second 11-15 game of the day, the Bucks versus the Panthers. We already talked about the Bucks. We already did them, so let's just talk about the Panthers here. After going back and watching film, Kurtzman, what were your biggest takeaways from the Panthers and how they looked in the first week of the season? So I still am high on the Panthers. I think Augie is going to get better throwing the ball. Breaking As, news, they get Nick King back. Yes, breaking, breaking news. news. Nick King is playing for the time being. His job has allowed him to work night shifts instead okay. of day shifts. So <laughs> with Nick King back, I like the, it adds another athlete to their team that they didn't – well, I mean, they had Zach last week. But not having your guys, your team, it's, it's, it's definitely lesser than having just any random guy come play for you. But regardless, I'm still high on the Panthers. I think Augie's going to get better throwing the ball each week. Um – he was probably one of the only quarterbacks that like have played in the league a lot that wasn't getting throws in during the summer, really. So I expected him to be a little rusty throwing the ball in the first couple weeks. He knew he could play better. He thinks that if a couple plays broke his way, he could have been the winner in week one against IB. And I also think that there were a couple plays that really swung the game. Um, I think that his defense needs to continue to play well. They made a lot of... They forced IB to punt, and they got another stop later in the game. So I really think that if... 
like I said, if a couple plays went their way, I think they could have won. So with that being said, I like them going forward, and yeah, that's how I feel about them. That how do you feel about the Panthers after Week One? I was a little disappointed in their performance okay. in Week One. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know uh, everyone wants to blame uh, everyone but themselves. Uh, I, I, hear, I heard after the game, I heard a lot of. Uh, should talk about whistles that weren't blown and calls that weren't made. You mean Matt Marola is complaining about calls? Never. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't just Matt. <laughs> I'm joking. I was just messing with Matt. Yeah. You know what? Uh, when you point the finger at someone, you know, what do I say? Three, four, three fingers are pointing right back at you. So just remember, it's, you know, it's, it's on you. Okay. No one else but you. So, uh, but that being said, I like the Panthers. I, I think they're a good team. I don't expect them to, to come out the way they came out last week. I, I think they're going to give a better performance. I think Augie's going to play better. And uh, I like them this week. I also like the um, the Panthers this week. I liked what I saw out of the Augie and Connor connection in the first week. I think Nick Zalek, Augie's going to figure out how to get him involved a little bit more. I think Matt will, will do some big things off the line receiving for them this week. Um, I, I like how they, they match up as well. I know it's going to be tough with Mark DeMeo. I know Matt has said, like, it's really hard for me to block Mark, so Mark's going to get in the backfield, but I think the big question in this game will be, could Mark get Augie's flag? And I think that's going to be a, a, a big determining factor in this game. I know they got Mike, but it's going to be hard for them to match up against Connor as well. They'll get Billy back there. There'll be some jump ball opportunities. Who's going to win them? Um, I like the Panthers in this one. I think the Buc- the Bucks are going to split the day in their first two games of the season. They'll go 1-1. One one. Um, I'm going Augie with a, a few score win here. Something I think that um, what you need to do to beat the Bucks because Mark is such an intimidating factor on the offensive line. If you don't necessarily have the offensive line to match him yeah. and what he wants to do, you need to actually game plan and have plays that work away from him. Uh, try to get him, make him as least a part of the play as possible and still try to gain yards that way. Um, Mark is going to have to do a, a big job getting Augie's flag, containing him, keeping him, trying to keep him in the pocket. Um, hopefully they add Mark with a bunch of couple speed rushers on the outside. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm not counting the Bucks out of this game, but I am also taking the Panthers. I think Augie gets a bounce back. It would be weird to see Augie at 0-2 after two yeah. weeks in the season, but that's not to say that it's impossible. The Panthers have to come out and play, and if they don't execute on offense, Joe is going to score some point. You're going to have to put up points to beat Joe, I think. I think you need over 20, so you're going to need to score a couple times for sure to beat him. And they're and the Bucks are playing a back-to-back. Yeah, like, so they're, they're playing a back-to-back. They could be tired, or it could they be could good really for them lose. because yeah. they're loose. They're into the game. They got the energy still. Maybe they come off. They're coming. We all predict them to come off a, a first game win. Yeah. So they could propel that into two wins. Or listen, one and one's not a bad way to start your season. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, let's move then, on. You made your pick. Yeah, you took the Panthers. Yeah, I'm going with the Panthers. I don't see how you lose in two games in a row. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the uh, 12 o'clock games now. The 12 30 games. Um, the first one in here we will go with is the Falcons versus the Bills. Yeah. All right, Kurtzman. I'll start with this one. Good. Okay, so we watched the Falcons play the Bills, um, or I did at least, scrimmage the Bills about two and a half, two two weeks before the season probably started, and the Falcons ran them off the field. Yeah. And I texted her off after the game, and I said, hey, like, you're going to have to play them early in the season, so I hope you plan on, like, getting an actual game plan and you play them and stuff. He's like, yeah, he IB's a lot to deal with, but... I didn't show them a lot this week. We'll see what happens when we play them. And I like the confidence. I'm happy that he thinks he's going to be able to throw different things at uh, IB, make it like difficult. I expect him to play some more zones, uh, mix up coverages, try to confuse IB, because I think that's the best way to beat IB is to confuse him at the line of scrimmage, not let him see the field clearly. Um, with that all being said, 
the Falcons' offense is lethal with Justin, Jack, Johnny, I'd be a quarterback, Sedano off the line. They're a juggernaut offensively, and if their defense can be half as good as their offense is on a, on a game-to-game basis, they're uh, as good a candidate in this league to go undefeated. I think um, we praised the Bills' defensive line so much last week, and we've been kind of skeptical of the offensive line of the um, of the Falcons here. I think Misha and Suroff are in for big games on the defensive line. Now the question is, can you touch IB? And it, you, like I didn't see the scrimmage, but from what you said, Kurtzman, IB obviously, as always, looks great in the scrimmage, and the defensive line has a difficult time getting his flag. But I think they could get in the backfield. You're just going to have to make the plays on IB. Um, I'm going to take the Falcons in this one as well. I, I think, you know... We, we saw last week what they could do offensively against the Panthers, and I think on the perimeter, the I think the Panthers matched up better against the Falcons on the perimeter rather than uh, how the Bills are going to match up against the Falcons. I think I expect big game from Justin because we did not see, we didn't really see the uh, the big game. I know Zach and Justin have a little history playing against each yeah, other in the one-day beef. tournament. was definitely uh, <laughs> was definitely funny watching them go battle against each other, but I'm looking for a big game from Justin this week after a little bit of a quiet side from week one. You know Jack is usually good for one bomb. Johnny, Matt Cleavy, he's got a guy in the middle. Dean had a really nice catch and run for a touchdown last week. So um, I think Kalon, I know he said he wants to set the single-season touchdown record. So I'm, I'm looking a for start. a big game from the Falcons here. You know, it's weird that you say that you think that the Panthers matched up better yeah. athlete-for-athlete-wise. On the perimeter. The, on the perimeter. That, not that I think that's necessarily incorrect, but... The Bills are very good on the outside. Zach, yeah. Q, and yeah. Prem, those are three guys yeah. that they're going to be able to... I don't know if they're going to be able to stop the offense, but they're going to make it hard for those receivers. Um, I'm curious how they're going to match up, what they're going to do on defense. Um, but I don't hate the Bills. Matchup for matchup-wise, the only position where I really see them... Um, as the under, like a heavy underdog, is at the quarterback position. Yeah, I think the skill positions, Falcons have a slight edge, and on the line, I think the Bills have an edge. But it comes down to if you can grab IB's flag. And I that's th- what it comes down. I to. also think this though, Kurtzman, why I said that is because Connor could match up against Justin, and better than I think Zach could match up against Justin. Even that's fair. even or though a few guards Justin, or a few, yeah, I, you, yeah you no, that's know true. That is true. Up. That is true. Listen, I just think that I think that I, I don't know if you were making it sound like there was like a more of a discrepancy between the two. I think that the Bills have good athletes in the back. Yeah, no, they I have agree. on the line. I think they're able to make plays. But with that all being said, I'm taking the Falcons. Yes, Dad. Okay, the key for the Bills is ball control. Yes. You 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 control the clock. That's less time when I be with the hand, with his uh, hands on the ball. Work the ball short. I know you uh, Soros got a great arm. He loves to show it off. Throws a beautiful deep ball. I would like to see him work the ball more. Uh, get your playmakers out there. Uh, you know, uh, uh, get the ball to Q in space. Five yard pass. He could turn it into a thirty yard gain. He's that type of player. Yeah. Y- you got you got more weapons on that team. Work the ball, time consume, work the clock, uh, and, and you'll pick and choose your spots when you're going to hit the, uh, the deep ball. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, like I, like I said, as I said before, uh, veteran experience is everything. Yeah. Uh, I, I got to go with uh, IB on this one. Yeah, I also want to see the Bills week two, what what um, what um adjustments do they make to their offense? Because yeah. a lot of their offense was broken <laughs> plays, um, a lot of longer touchdown catches. Um, they had one one drive start at the one-yard line due to the, the fumble by Tommy. So I just want to see that six- to seven-play drive where they connect on a couple short passes, make they just kind of gradually move up the field. That's they, what I need yes, to see out of them I agree. They this did, week. They didn't, they didn't do enough of that at all. There was, and it wasn't that it wasn't there. 
which is, I'm calling a spade a spade. Sirhoff just missed some throws that he should have made. Mm-hmm. I expect him to come out and make those throws this week. A lot of those, you know, quick hitters, like you're saying, and, and work the ball down the field. So, um, I think it will be, again, this is the kind of game where even if you lose, you could get a moral victory in the sense that, um, you know, yeah. you played well against a team that maybe you lost 50-14, to 14, whatever the scrimmage was. Uh, maybe you can make it I a little bit closer. I know, obviously, those guys want to come out, compete, and win, but and I'm going to take the Falcons as well. Just be competitive. Go toe-to-toe if you have to. And if the outcome doesn't go your way, just know that you're hung in there. Yeah. All right, let's get into the last game of the day, which is the Packers versus the Ravens, last game of the day. Um, we talked about the Packers already. Let's talk about the Ravens, what we think we need to see from them. Kurtzman, give us the injury update on All the right, Ravens. So I believe that Matt Ballow is out this week. I, he's trying to get a mask to play going forward. He injured his nose last week. Um, John Harnish is questionable. Not sure if he's showing up. Rob told me he's a game-time decision, and, and Passwell Food also might not be able to show up. So with that all being said, he is going to probably get a sub or two since he is down a man, a couple of men this week. Um, that's not what you want to see in week two just because this is the time of year when you want to get your cohesiveness with your full unit or almost your full unit. So being without three guys, that's not the best way to bounce back from an 0-1 start where you didn't necessarily look the greatest on the field in week one. Um, I think they're going to make adjustments. I think that their line needs to hold up a little bit better. I think Pete might need to do a little bit more of a blocking role with John Harnish out with Tommy Torrey and Spo. I think they should be putting Spo on the line. I think that's a better way to get the ball to your playmakers is having some of them on the line, especially Spo. He's a bigger kid. Um... I think they'll be able to hold up better against the rush this week against the Packers than they did last week against the Cardinals, who have a massive offensive line compared to the Ravens have a smaller offensive line than the Cardinals do. So I just believe that this week will be definitely be a better performance for the Ravens. Um, I hope that Rob plays better, gets the ball to Liam early, gets the ball to Spo early. Assert your best player's dominance in the game and do it early because you want to set the tone for the game. I think Rob and the Ravens need to get out to a quick start this week if they have a chance to win. Dad. I'd like to see Rob L play better, but that's not to say that you know these injuries haven't hurt him. Losing Harnish last week was huge. And like the second play, the second yeah, third yeah, play, it, the it was tough. Not gonna happen again. And he faced a, a really good defensive line that was in his face all day. Uh, but he does need to pick up his game, regardless of you know the injuries that he has on his team. He's gonna have to be that guy that that carries his team and puts him over the top. His play is gonna have to step up for them to play uh, for them to win this game. But you like the Packers. I'm going to go with the Packers. Uh, again, I think that that first game is going to help them immensely. Yeah. Uh, I think that second game they'll be stronger, and they got too many good athletes on that team to say that, you know, they, they can't compete in this league. They they will, and uh, I expect them to win this game. I think the, the best thing about them this week is that they have that hour in between games. So if they come out and win the first game, they're going to be – excited and happy and then they're going to talk about the game for an hour about their game and what they could do and then play another game so i like the fact that they're already going to be loose in this one i'm going to go with the packers as well i think mikey splits this weekend in his return to the league i think miles has a really big game against the ravens um i think it's going to be tough to match up against miles for for that ravens team uh i just think they're they're gonna have a really good game and i'm excited to see if what we what that packers d-line could do against the hobbled uh, O-line of the of the Ravens right now with no John Harnish yet again this week. Maybe, like you said, Chris, when they have to move Spo there because it might be overwhelming. Like Mikey, Vin, those are, those are strong kids on the line as well. So I, I think um, I think the Packers split this weekend. Kurtzman, what is your pick? 
Yeah, so um, I struggled struggled with this one. Um, I want I didn't want to see the Packers fall to zero and two, and I don't think that I think there's a world where they go two and zero this week. But yes. I'm going to take the Ravens. Um, I think that Rob comes in with a better game plan this week. I think that he makes sure that the fact that he has a hobbled offensive line doesn't hurt him. There are ways to make sure that happens. You can control the game without having the best offensive line out there. There's ways to do it. You just need to make sure that you execute correctly. Um, I think Spo and Liam are both mad about how last week went. I think they both know they need to get the ball more. And I think they're going to make that known to Rob that they need to get the ball more. Get the ball out quicker. I want to see Rob make quicker decisions. And I think that he's going to improve this week. And I'm going to take the Ravens in a very close one. Wow. All right. So we all got the same picks this week, except for Kersman with the Ravens at the last game. Um, Is there anything else that we want to talk about before we get out of here? Um, I don't know. We talked about last week conversions, or we talked privately about how, like, did anyone go for two when they didn't really need to go for two? Everybody. Everyone really. Oh, really? The games that I watched. I I, I, I would say, I I would say to these teams, I said, what are you doing? Yeah, um, I think those points are really important. Getting that one point when it's seven nothing or it's six six, the team, the other team missed the extra point on the first it's possession, and now you um, are going to go up six, going up seven six and being tied six six. It's, yeah, it's just it's a huge difference. It just changes it. You have a different morale about it. Okay, we're up. Let's keep the lead. Let's put the gas and let's put the floor, uh, the gas to the floor, and keep going. Um, I think that people need to realize that these points come back to haunt you later in the game. If you fall behind a little bit, yeah. you, now you're Make down two 17 yeah. instead of being down 30, uh, 16. Uh, 16 or 15. And that's yeah. a one-possession or a two-possession game or a three-possession game, depending on how many points you're down. So I think that people need to realize the veteran quarterbacks in the league know it. The veteran quarterbacks in the uh, league don't, know don't be so surprised. that. Really? <laughs> what? So no, no. I, I, think, I, I think that you don't go for two unless you absolutely have, you have to go to, for yeah. two. I think that's the way it has to be, and I think you know that comes with the experience in the league. And maybe you saw that in the game that you you refed was uh, Galanti versus Suroff. So those are two rookie quarterbacks in the league. So maybe that's where I, you saw that, something. I, also, I think I also ref the last game too, where you know you had you know IB and uh, and Augie, two veterans in the league that were making the same mistakes. Yeah, I think. Listen, personally, I think ten yards on one play when you like when the offense knows, the defense knows like you got to get in the end zone. It's for yeah. two points. I just think that it's harder to execute. I think there's a lot I, more plays that you can execute from the five yard, like design plays you, that are quick hitters from the five yard, and then making sure your receivers get down. If the it's field. a broken play, you could run it in from yeah, five yards. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Five yards, you could run it in. That's ten what, yards. Yeah, is people are getting very to tough. You and, very and tough. It's to run so it much tougher. From ten yards out, that five yards makes a big difference, and I think that as the league, I think this happens every season. Though I think in the beginning of the year, people revert back to the mistake, like not the mistakes, but the nuances of how you don't win. And then as season goes on, people figure out, okay, let's go for one every time until we have oh. to go for two. Let's uh, over, the, over the past two years, I, this is the biggest problem I've seen is quarterbacks or teams not knowing when to go for one or two. Man, I think it's a valid point, and I think it's something we have to keep our eye on. The season and goes one on. One more thing: if you're wearing, um, like, if you have a towel hanging out, and that gets that gets pulled, that's the flag. flag. Right. Same thing goes for t-shirts that are not tucked in under your uh, under your jersey. Under your jersey. If it's hanging out and it's flat, you know, flat, uh, flapping around in the wind, and, and someone's going to try to grab a flag, they might grab your shirt. Like, oh, you got his rip last week. His under, was, the white undershirt. Right. Yeah. It was he was all pissed off about it. You know what? Tuck the shit in. <laughs> okay. It's like it's no, like no, having it's, it's, it's like having a towel sticking out. No, I agree. Um, I think that um, we need to just watch the holdings on the the shorts. I think we need to watch the tackling. And listen, let's remember, guys. There's contact downfield and stuff, but it's got to be open hand blocking. And it's you can't be. Don't, we don't want anyone getting hurt. Don't be laying people out. But 
and just don't be tackling people. There's just no reason to be tackling. Um, go for the flag. Don't come in crazy hot and try to hurt somebody. We don't need that in the league. I'm not going to continue to. I'm not going to stand for it anymore. If you do something that's messed up where you're hurting someone, not it, it, and it looks intentional. I gotta take it. I gotta do what I gotta do to run the league and keep it safe. So let's just remember what we're playing. We're playing flag football and we're not playing tackle football. Yeah, all right. I think that's pretty much it. We will catch you guys at the field on Saturday. We're looking forward oh, to a good yeah, week. Yeah, I'll be there around eight thirty probably. So come through and get ready for the games. All right, we'll catch you guys. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. As always, make sure to subscribe on all platforms and go subscribe to the YouTube channel. We'll catch you guys on Saturday. Go Rockets! Peace.